The Sports Talk with Harrison Chase, live from Methuen Community Studios. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to The Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. If you have a take or comment, feel free to call in by dialing 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. Happening in the last week of sports, the Boston Red Sox have won six out of their last nine games. They won their series against the Rangers, winning two out of three games in the same with the Twins and then against the Cleveland Indians, who will be newly called the Cleveland Guardians. The Sox are currently in third place of the AL East, one game behind the Yankees and seven behind the Rays. I do believe that their next series is going to be the make or the break of their season. They will play the Tampa Bay Rays for a four-game series starting tonight, and the last game will be Thursday, and then they will play the Cleveland Indians again this weekend for a three-game series. Oh, and then you know who they play after that? Oh, the Rays again for another three-game series. So, with the next seven out of ten games being against the Rays, I would say that within the next week, we will know the Red Sox' fate of, well, if if they're going to be in the playoffs or not. I mean, I mean seriously, if they if, I mean if they win all seven games, they're back in contention for that first place spot. So it, a lot can happen. Are they going to win all seven games? No, you know, at the best, you know, maybe you know five out of the seven, right? It'd be a miracle if they won all seven, and they're not going to. I don't think they are going to. Uh, you know, somebody that that has been, um, you know, really uh, pitching well for the Sox is uh, Chris Sale after coming back uh, after being off. I think for I think it was like about two years. Um, so you know, he really he he really has been performing really well. So hopefully uh, he can keep that up. And um, you know, but at the end of the day, he doesn't pitch every night. He pitches, you know, however so many days. And you know, they need they need uh, more pitchers. Moving on to the New England Patriots, Cam Newton was sidelined for the majority of last week due to violating COVID-19 protocols. However, even though Cam was out for some of joint practices with the Giants when he was able to return Thursday from not being uh, able to uh, participate list, he was back in the starting position, or at least what seems to be the starting position. I do have to say, though, Mac Jones looked really good in the three days that he had uh, the starting position spot because Cam was out. Uh, Also happening last week for the Pats, they traded Sony Michelle to the Rams for two late draft picks. That's something nobody saw coming. And moving on to the third and last preseason game uh, for the Pats, they beat the New York Giants 22-20 last night. Cam Newton was the starting quarterback. However, head coach Bill Belichick still has not named the starting quarterback even though Cam has started all three preseason games and yesterday posted on social media a photo of, I believe, I I don't know what it was exactly, but I think it was his jersey, and then basically he put, you know, QB next to it, you know, basically referring, you know, QB1. So that's interesting. Yeah, it makes you think, oh, maybe, um, you know, maybe Bill Belichick, uh, you know, told the team yesterday before the game that, hey, listen, Cam's going to be the starter. And that's just how it is. Uh, however, and, you know, a lot of people thought that, okay, you know, Cam's posting this now. They'll play the game at the post-game press conference. 
uh, Belichick says, you know, Noon's the starting quarterback against Miami week one. However, he didn't, and he still said, you know, he's not naming a starting quarterback. Um, it's almost bizarre why he's not, uh, you know, and, and all indications, uh, you know, head towards, um, you know, Cam Newton being the starting quarterback. However, I would like to say something that is uh, something that is interesting that happens uh, tomorrow. It's the it's the fifty it's the fifty um, uh, three man you know cut. So basically, all teams have to have uh, you know have to have it down to fifty three players uh, by four o'clock tomorrow. So first of all, it's going to be interesting who Bill gets rid of and who he keeps. What the other interesting thing to think about is Jimmy Garoppolo's $24 million contract that's guaranteed doesn't hit tomorrow until after 4 o'clock. So with Belichick not naming a starting QB and this kind of thing up in the air about Jimmy G's contract not kind of locked in solidly, uh, you know... It might be possible. I I don't know. Do I think? No way. But it's just something interesting that, you know, why is Bill Belichick not naming a starting quarterback yet if Cam Newton has, you know, been the starting quarterback, getting all the starting reps in in practices and joint practices in the all three preseason games, even after he violated COVID protocols, was out for three days, and I think only had one or two practices against the Giants and was still starting. He came back and it's like he left and nothing happened. It's like those three days didn't exist. And unfortunately, those three days were great days for Mac Jones. He performed fantastically. And he showed that. And, and even uh, during the joint practices, you know, Bill Belichick went over to Mac and found him to, to give him a high five because he was, you know, he did a good job. So it's just it's an interesting story of what they have going on here and why they haven't picked somebody to you know why why hasn't Bill Belichick come out and said okay Cam Newton's the starting quarterback something that I think you know basically is already said but you know and then you know you think about this whole you know Jimmy G thing and does does Belichick know something that we don't know it's just it's interesting things are interesting so, but I think we'll we'll probably know by uh, by tomorrow. You know, can you know can something happen basically tomorrow before four o'clock that can affect you know maybe we get another quarterback and maybe that affects the whole starting quarterback position. So it's it's very interesting. I think, but by you know four o'clock tomorrow we will. I think we'll know you know what's gonna what's gonna be happening if you will. Um, moving on to the PGA Tour FedEx Cup playoffs, Patrick Cantley beat Bryson DeChambeau in a playoff that they entered at 27 under together. They absolutely ripped up that course. Uh, on Friday in the second round, Bryson almost shot a record-breaking 13 under, but choked it away by missing a short putt for the 59. Just how he choked away the tournament multiple times yesterday by missing close putts when all Cantley did was sink everything in sight and did a great job uh, around the greens uh, pitching uh, or chipping rather. Sorry. So, you know, listen, it was Bryson DeChambeau's tournament to lose and he lost it. And and Cantley, you know, Cantley won it. Cantley won it. 
So congratulations to Patrick Cantley. He deserves it. And man, 27 under, that's unbelievable. And, you know, I, I don't know about it, uh, everybody else's thoughts about this, but, you know, I'd rather have a challenging course where we see the players shoot a, you know, um, you know, where we see them shoot like, you know, two under or one over and that wins the tournament. You know, that's exciting for me because the course is tough. I don't really need to see these guys, you know, be shooting, you know, 27 under and, you know, third, you know, even uh, Dustin Johnson last year at the uh, at, at the uh, Northern Trust Tournament here in Boston at P, at, P, um, at PGA uh, Boston. It's just, you know, to see him shoot 31 or 30 under, whatever it was, it's just not, I mean, yeah, it's impressive, like, wow. But, I mean, I I would rather see guys struggling and, you know, have four under win the tournament than have this, you know, 27 under, 31 under win the tournament. That's not, cha- you're not challenging these guys. You're not challenging them enough. And what stinks is that when you do challenge them, they complain. They complain, oh, it's hard, oh, ba 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 You're a professional golfer. Sorry. Sorry it's not a layup and you're not shooting 27-31 under. Sorry, or 22-20 under. Sorry. Let's make things a little more difficult, PGA Tour, huh? Let's, you know, let's make, you know, let's challenge these guys. Man. So anyways, the FedEx Cup playoffs, is uh, they're going to wrap up this week uh, with the Tour Championship. So that'll be an exciting uh, event to watch. And then, you know, I think it's uh, September 24th, I think the exact, uh, I think that's the date. Um, the uh, the Ryder Cup, the Ryder Cup will be on. Uh, so that's that's always uh, an, an exciting uh, golf tournament. Uh, as well. All right, so that's my uh, that's my beginning uh, uh, wrap up of the past week and what's going on in the in the next week or so. So if you'd like to call in, you can dial nine seven eight three zero one six eight seven seven. That's nine seven eight three zero one six eight seven seven. I'll open up the phone line so you can uh, call in and we can uh, we can get going here on another Monday, August thirtieth. All right, again, you're listening to the Sports Talk uh, with Harrison Chase. Let's just talk more about this, um, you know, before I get uh, the callers in. Uh, you know, let's talk about the let's talk about the Red Sox because that's something we haven't, I, you know, I didn't really talk about here in the opening. I talked a lot uh, about the Patriots, though. And, you know, the, the, the Red Sox, they're in tough shape. I mean, they're in third place right now uh, behind the Yankees. Okay, you know they're a game behind the, the, the behind the Yankees, and then they're uh, seven games, you know, behind the Rays. Now let me remind you: the Red Sox have seven games against the Rays coming up in the next week. So with that, let's go with the first caller, Ray from Methuen. Ray, what's going on? Harrison, how are we doing today? Doing good. How are you? It's just wonderful. Listen, good. I have to disagree with you. I, you're on this Garoppolo thing, and I no, 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 no. I'm just, sport. I'm just bringing it up. I'm just bringing it up that it's something interesting. That you know. So what? So what were you saying that uh, after four o'clock tomorrow, the guaranteed money for Garoppolo is gone? No, it kicks in. Be, it oh, kicks, kicks in. in. Yes. Okay. So what I'm saying, what 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 is interesting is that you know I think. 
they the 49ers basically have until I don't know four o'clock I guess if they if they wanted to trade him and then he wouldn't have to have then the you know the guaranteed money wouldn't kick in I believe I don't know much about it I you know I heard about it and I just thought of it as something that is interesting all the talk that there was uh, this past late winter and spring about Jimmy G possibly coming back to the Patriots. And now you have this thing coming up that, you know, Jimmy G's money kicks in tomorrow after 4 o'clock. Well, maybe Bill Belichick knows something or has something in the works that we don't know about. And maybe that's why he hasn't named Cam Newton as the starting quarterback, even though, I mean, all indications say Cam Newton is the starting quarterback. I mean, he gets starting reps at practices starting reps at uh you know at, at the joint practices and gets all, and started all three preseason games and didn't play much which is crazy because if anything I think Cam Noden needs the reps well traditionally the last game of uh preseason the starters really don't play that much so you can look at it that way also in that the quarterback that got the majority of the snaps, uh, basically for two plus quarters, was Mac Jones. Right, so that's but that's how it's been. Says, well, he's not. That's how it's been. That's how it's you been know, all it, three preseason games. Cam Newton has played, right. you know, two or three drives or series rather, and then Mac Jones comes in and he plays the rest of the game and does unbelievable. Well, that's it, and you know Hoya. Hoyer played primarily the fourth quarter. Right. So Hoyer, uh, you know, and everybody knows that Hoyer will be the third quarterback. Right. I mean, Hoyer's not in in contention at all. It's just just the whole thing about, you know, why hasn't he named Cam Newton the starting quarterback? Why? I think traditionally, even when Brady was there, he would would always uh, be coy about it. Everybody knew Brady was the uh, number one man there, but uh, he never basically came out and said, yeah, Brady's our number one. Uh, You know, he says he always came out with competition is good. We like to have competition. It makes the the players uh, better because they're fighting for a job. So no matter who it is, we like to have uh, competition in camp. Right. One of the things that's very important, however, and you haven't heard anything about it, Stefan Gilmore, their their uh, cornerback, who has been blocking and has been uh, held out of well, he hasn't reported to uh, camp. What's going to happen with him? I don't know. He's still going to well, be he's and he's also saying that his ex- his excuse. Is that he's not, you know, uh, I guess physically ready. If you, you know, he's he's rehabbing. So that's been his excuse, even though he's kind of like, you know, holding out, if you will, because he wants a new contract or to be traded. Correct, correct. So I, I'd I be surprised anything, if he gets cut, though. Well, I think what you'll see tomorrow is that he's put on the uh, physically unable to participate. And I think, uh, listen, I think they have something like six weeks after that. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, 
you know, some of the some of the corners that uh, played yesterday, they made an awful lot of mistakes. So I'm not sure if the lower tier, if there's any uh, any diamond in a rough, so to speak, at the uh, lower tiers of the uh, defensive secondary. It seems that uh, at times they were beat during the game, especially at the crucial uh, third down plays. So I think Belichick wants Gilmore back. I think he wants him at his at at his saying, the way he says uh, he wants him. But I'm not sure Gilmore wants a return under those uh, rules and regs. It's, that's interesting. Yes, it the, looks like, I agree. The Stefan Gilmore situation is interesting. Right. You know, you know like and what will happen. Correct. It looks like they have a solid offensive line in their uh, uh, front seven. Looks fantastic on uh, on defense. So they're going to have a very good team. It's, <laughs> I guess the team, we, uh, the game we all look forward to. Not Maybe not so much opening game at, uh, with Miami, but that game number four when Tom Brady and the uh, Buccaneers come to town. Uh, there's, there's going to be a lot of hype. I'm sure uh, tickets will be uh, astronomical as far as pricing is concerned to, oh, yeah. to try to get those. I mean, it's, yeah. this is a Super Bowl. This is like, it might get more views than the Super Bowl. This is the Super Bowl. Well, Brady I, I, versus Belichick. You can't make it up. Seriously. Yeah, it's, How much better can it get? You know, you know, with the Super Bowls, you want, you know, it's the two best teams that, you know, make the playoffs and that, you know, make it to the championship each year, right? And now you presumably correct. have the best quarterback of all time, and I'd say one of the best coaches of all time, too, now playing up against each other. It is the ultimate Super Bowl. Well, it's possible. Uh, they won't get the uh, TV uh, ratings that, that you just mentioned. Only because uh, it's going to be uh, it's it's an NBC game. Uh, NBC because it's yeah it's Sunday night football. Or CBS, CBS. No, it's Sunday night football. Oh, it's Sunday night football. It's Sunday okay, night. It's it was... Sunday night football. Okay, all right. Yeah, so that's why it's uh, you know. Okay, so they have no competition going against. No, against, it's against o- October third at eight twenty. Ah, okay. So that's Sunday Night Football. So that's NBC. And I'm sure, you know, listen, everybody I'm sure is, you know, these these TV people and, and everything, they're making it. So there is no probably competition that they're not competing against uh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick because who would want to? Well, the only thing they're competing against is uh, people, people who have to get up early on Monday morning to go to work. You know, the working guy. Yeah, uh, yes. But I listen. Even those work, the working people, I bet, still stay up and they'll uh, they'll watch the game, or at least, or you know, at least watch, or at least watch the first half. At least watch the first half, and if it's a blowout, then which I think it probably will be. If it's a blowout, then hey, you know that you know that's it. Then uh, you know, uh, you know, go go to sleep for for uh, for work tomorrow or school tomorrow. But you know. 
with uh, with if if it's a close game, I mean, could be could be the whole thing. Well, it could be. It could be, and you know who usually uh, winds up winning those close games? Brady. That's right, Brady. Yep. He wears that number twelve on his uh, on his back, but he, he's the guy that uh, usually does that. It's going to be an interesting season. Uh, I I look forward to to the season as I've, I've always looked forward to uh, the football season. Just to uh, switch up again, it looks like now you said uh, seven. The, the uh, Red Sox have seven games with uh, with Tampa Bay. Right, they're next. The se- they're seven. Their next seven out of ten games are against Tampa Bay. Four games right. now, and then three against the Indians, and then another three against the Rays. Correct. Correct. And I think you mentioned something about them possibly going five and two against no. Tampa Bay. Listen, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying they'll go five and two against them. I'm just saying, you know, that first place spot is in contention if. It's in, it's in, you know, it's in sight. If they go five and two, is what I'm saying. That's what they need if they want first place. But per, honestly, I don't think the team has it. I don't think the team has the drive, and I don't think they want it. I don't think they want it. No, I think uh, I, I think management doesn't want it. I think management has gone cheap. I agree. Uh, yep, you're right. You know, the Red Sox are not willing to spend money they wanted john henry wants to uh pocket the difference why what's the reasoning behind them bringing on lebron james and taking seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars from him I, who knows it, it beats me it beats me sure. but it, it you know what it has uh john henry written all over it and i think it makes sense something he would do it makes sense that John Henry would do it. It right. doesn't make sense for the organization. It does, it, unless John Henry is cutting a deal with Nike, and that was part of the deal. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? No, you're right. I mean, listen, coming just coming in, uh, you know, the, the Red Sox did acquire Brad Peacock from the Indians. Um, so... For cash considerations, well, well, maybe seven hundred fifty thousand hundred. Uh, yeah, the LeBron, right? I mean, their bullpen is, is their bullpen is uh, is horrible. Uh, once you get to the uh, to the bullpen, that's it. You can you can hang up a, a an L next to the Red Sox and a W next to their opponent. They they never they never spent any money for the bullpen. You know, they're saying that Chris Sale, who I believe will be pitching on Wednesday, they were they were putting all their eggs in his basket. But yet he's only one pitcher. He's only one pitcher. I think they may have, and you may see it uh, coming up, Evaldi is, uh, is tired. He has a tired out. After five innings, he's... Uh, He's been giving up big hits. So, it's, it's, and 
they're not able to, now they say that Swarbrick is, is a big addition to him. Well, I don't know. They, uh, they think that he'll probably be leading off in this series because Kiki uh, Hernandez is, uh, is out on that COVID. So they, they also are bad battling some of that uh, COVID protocol that uh, MLB has has put in front of the teams, just like uh, the NFL has put uh, a number of uh, COVID restrictions up uh, for for their players and their uh, their teams. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It's going to be an interesting uh, month of September coming up. And uh, I look forward to uh, seeing some of them. But as far as the Red Sox, even though I've lived through everything with the Red Sox, especially their second-half swoons, it, uh, I may watch a few of their games, but uh, if they don't do anything starting with uh, Tampa Bay this, this week, then they, they're gone. They won't, even, they won't even be in the hunt uh, for the wild card as uh right now right now they're right they may be in the lead for the wild card but there are so many teams chasing them i don't think the i don't think the Sox can really hold on to uh to do anything and to uh, grab that wild card but we'll see we'll see what happens yeah definitely so that that's it and uh, you know well just just to touch on the uh the golf match yesterday that it was unbelievable to see the Shambo with the opportunity, numerous opportunities, to sink shot putts, and he wasn't able to do it. He wasn't able to do it, and he would have won that uh, that match hands down. It never should have gotten to 27-27, or when it did, in the 18th uh, hole, he had an opportunity to birdie, and he couldn't do that. So, uh, you know, I guess you you say that well, he didn't want it uh, wanted enough, but it made for good good viewing for uh, for the uh, for golf fans. It really did. Unfortunately, I I'm not a fan of the NBC broadcast crew. I would rather have uh, CBS with with Jim Nance and uh, Nick Faldo. Uh, I agree. Well, you know, because they have they have uh, they have a, a great report together, and uh, I agree. And and, and as far as the Brady game, they should be on the Brady game as well. Him and uh, him and Romo. That's true. That's true. So we'll have a subpar uh, broadcasting team on Sunday night, but it is what it is. I guess so. Well, thanks okay, for calling I'll... in, Ray. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right, so there's uh, Ray from Methuen uh, for you with a few takes on uh, the Red Sox, Patriots, uh, and golf. Uh, you know, so, you know, just following up about, you know, and, and again, something that he said that's interesting is the whole Stefan Gilmore situation. Is he going to get, is he going to make the 53-man, uh, you know, roster or, you know, is Bill going to cut him? So that's going to be an interesting thing to uh, to to see. Bob from Methuen, go ahead. Hi, Hamilton. Good afternoon. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? I am doing good. First, before I start, Harrison, I want to make sure I give a huge shout-out to Merrimack Valley Public Radio 
and to you, Harrison Chase, for the wonderful, wonderful interview that I listened to last week about the genus almonds. Thank you. I appreciate that. It was a wonderful interview. I've learned a lot about the sport just by listening to you with the questions that you were asking. It was just a wonderful interview. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. As far as the Red Sox goes, it really, really fast. As you said in the broadcast, uh, they only won. They got Tampa Bay for seven games. And actually, out of all the games remaining, which is, I think, 27, other than three of them, they're all winning teams above 500. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean there it's a, it's definitely an interesting uh interesting thing. So, you know, we'll see we'll see what happens and I have to give it to you because I think you said I think like probably 2 or 3 weeks ago you said that the the Red Sox will be 7 games back behind the Rays and you were right on it. They were. The, yeah, now they're 8 and you know, it's a shame because at what the halftime break, uh, we were what 65 wins. Yeah. I doubt very much we're going to hit 90. Yeah. I don't think, we, I don't think we're going to hit 90 wins. Uh, it's a shame because it had such a great first half. No. Yeah. I mean, we need we need 15 wins. We yeah. Need, we and, need 15 you know, wins. 20, and with the 27 games left, I don't think it's going to happen. I wish it does. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think it's material at this point because, as you said, we got the race in seven games. Uh, you got the Rays, then you got Cleveland again, you know, in between the Rays. Um, you know, and a quick note before I leave about the Patriots. We, I heard Ray talking about Belichick uh, in his interviews. And, you know, the only information you're going to get from him is information we already know. Right. You know, anything new, he's not going to tell you. He's not going to announce the start of the quarterback till game day. He, he knows now that Cam Newton's is probably going to start. But, I, you know, I doubt very much and you know, that Cam goes more than four games, and they're going to go right with Mac Jones after four games. But, you know, Belichick isn't going to say anything until the day before. Yeah, and, absolutely. Know, I'm tired of hearing a lot. Yeah, I'm just tired of hearing a lot of stations, you know, uh, talking about that subject asking Belichick that about that subject. He's not going to tell you. He's not going to answer. He doesn't say anything. No. He's not going to answer. You can't pay him. He never him. answers anything. You're right. That's right. That's right. He's not going to answer anything that you don't know already. Right. You're right. You know, and that's just the way, that's just the way Belichick is. But, uh, you know, the season's right around the corner. We'll be talking about the Patriots. Uh, quite often, you know, I think they're going to do. I think they are going to do well. Uh, they look good in the preseason. I know they don't like Ray said. They don't start starters during preseason uh, that much, you know. So now we're going into the regular season. We're just going to see, you know, what happens. But the Red Sox again. I'm sorry, Harrison, but it's it, the, the ship is sinking so fast you're not going to be able to salvage anything right now it's half underwater now well yeah i and i agree with you and, and like i was I, like i said in my opening statement and like i said to uh, like i said to ray is if if they wanted to salvage anything they're going to have to win at least 5 
out of their seven games in the next week or so against the Rays. And if they don't, they're done. Yeah. Their season can go one way yeah. or their season can go the other. They can be in contention. They can be in contention for first place come next week after their series with the Rays. Or, I mean, they can just be gone. They can just be gone. I mean, the Blue Jays are seven games behind the Red Sox, right? Last time we played the Rays, yeah. I think we got we got swept by them, I think. That's seven games. Now, do I think the Red Sox are going to lose all seven? No. But, I mean, then you're talking about dropping down a fourth. I mean, come on. Yeah. I, I, I would wager more money that the— um they drop into four before they reach into first. You know, I, I just, I, I think the Blues may beat them for yeah. that fourth spot. And, you know, and when, you know, I think the, the Red Sox are going to head towards that way. You know, and then the only team that will be behind us it will be the Orioles. So, you know, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, I would bet that, you know, the Blue Jays overtake the Red Sox by Wow. Um, versus, yeah. Yeah, and, and let's see what happens. You know, let's let's see what happens. Well, like I said, we're gonna know in the next week or so. We're just gonna know. We're, we're gonna, gonna know. we're gonna Absolutely. know. We're gonna know. And yes. I mean, really, Absolutely. we'll we'll know by my next we'll know by my next uh, program, which by the way is gonna be next Tuesday at five o'clock because next Monday's Labor okay. Day. But um, you know, I I think we're gonna we will know by my next program. You know where the Red Sox are at, and if they're in contention for first place or not. Because by then they're going to have more than half yeah. the games played against the Rays. They'll be play. They've they would have played their game against their series against the the Indians, and so I, I mean, man, I mean they can go. You know they can win six out of their next you know seven games with the Rays and the Indians. You know because last time they you know they only lost one game against the Indians, so now they're going to play them again. And if they do well against the Rays, well, I mean, you know that's a four game series. So if they win three, well, then you have four there, four out of the se- you know. So it's it's just interesting. I, I I think I think it's safe to say the make or break of the Red Sox uh, season is is this week coming up. This is it. The next okay. seven games against okay. the Rays. I think that's going to be it. Yeah, we're running out of time. We're running out of games. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Know. And then the remaining games, other than three, is all teams over five hundred. You know. So yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens, Havison. And it was nice talking with you. And well, listen, I'll if you have, if you have a, week. if you have a few more minutes, or not minutes, but you know, a few seconds, have you? Uh, I know you're big into fantasy football. Have you had your draft yet? Yeah. And how did that we're go? Are you are you you ready to go? We're having our draft. Oh, I'm ready to go. We're having our draft a week from Tuesday. We always wait till after the preseason games are over. Yeah. Uh, they did they did the draft order yesterday so that we can try to you know study the picks for the order. And of my ten ten man team, I drafted number seven. Okay. I was kind of disappointed because yeah. I was really looking to get now Cook, but. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, but they're going to go one and two, so I have no chance right. at that. And I'm looking at the seventh pick, and maybe Zeke Elliott might be available, Kamara might be available, because in most in most fantasy drafts, uh, the first two rounds is all running backs. Right. So uh, a run, uh, two running backs will give somebody a winning season. Right. Uh, but at the seventh pick that I got, 
uh, I'm going to have to go in the middle of the pack with those guys. And, you know, in the first round, I'll still get a pretty good running back. I mean, I'm even taking on the second round, getting that guy from Pittsburgh, Najee Harris. Uh, he's going to be the workhorse for the Steelers. And uh, hopefully he'll be around for my second pick. Um, and, you know, we'll see who I match him with in my first round. But, you know, I, it's probably going to be Zeke Elliott available, you know, on names that I already mentioned. But, yeah, yeah. it's a week from Tuesday. We're having the draft. Uh, well, good luck. A week from tomorrow. Yeah, well, good luck. You. Thank you very much. Yeah, and, you know, once I get my form... Uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, that sounds you know that sounds good to me. I don't know if it's uh, you know. Yeah. Do you know what time it's going to be Tuesday? Uh, yeah, seven o'clock. Oh, all right. So so it'll be right it'll be right after my show. So we'll have to wait for two weeks for the fantasy uh, draft results. Yes, and a lot of them have already drafted. They had them yesterday. A lot of yeah. teams drafted yesterday, but. Our our league tends to wait till after the preseason because yeah. even with the late games like last night you had the Patriots someone could have hurt got hurt really bad out the right. season and, and not to mention the fifty uh, three man cut tomorrow by four o'clock that's right you know that's they right. they don't have the final right. players until four so no that's right absolutely no with fantasy it's all it's all about offense so you pick all offensive players uh, in your rounds. You do pick two defensive teams, but when you do that, you pick the whole team. And you save that for the 15th and 16th pick, which is the last two picks. Other than that, it's all offensive players. Right. So what you do is you draft two quarterbacks. And once you draft a player, no one else can take them. Right. So he's yours you know, right. in, in my league. So we draft two quarterbacks, four running backs, six wide receivers, and two kickers. Okay. So that's our lineup. Yeah. Uh, so in, in the kickers, you know, they're all the same. I, I tend to go towards the end of the round uh, for a kicker, you know. Uh, yeah, you've got stars like Butkus from Kansas City, and you've got the uh, other ringer there who he plays for. But, yeah, for the most part, you know, they're basically equal. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I know I've got a lot of magazines studying, and you know, hopefully, I have callers catch on with fantasy. There's a lot of listeners who belong to fantasy, so yeah. Hopefully, we'll get some more. We'll get some more. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Well, oh, thanks for calling in, Bob. Harrison, you're, you're very welcome, and have a great evening. Thank you. You too. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. All right. So there's uh, Bob from. Uh, I'm throwing for you with some good takes and, uh, you know, always bringing in, you know, something that's very popular is is uh, fantasy football. So it's also interesting to, you know, hear his takes about about fantasy. And I think, uh, you know, in two weeks we'll be able to we'll be able to hear his results and uh, how his uh, how his team is. Uh, Roger from Salem. Go ahead. And how's it going? Don't going good. How about you? Well, I decided one thing oh. over this past week with the Red Sox. Oh boy! I'm, I am not going to care if they win or they lose. I'm just going to enjoy baseball. And yeah, the Red Sox will be there, but I'm not going to care anymore if they win or they lose, especially. When it comes down to the bullpen, and I see either Bonds coming in 
You well, see Rams Matt Barnes also, come in, and it's like done. It's like okay, we lost. Right. <laughs> you uh, know. Did you, did you know that Perez is on the COVID list? I did not know that. I th- I just read that. Yeah, I so, might. Yeah. Either well, all right. So the the original three were Barnes, Perez, and Robles. Yeah. If any one of those comes in, I'm turning it off and I'm putting on uh, some kind of a show, some <laughs> well, kind of a well. There you I go. Lifetime, whatever. Yeah. But that's the only way I'm going to get through this. And yep, you're right. We got seven games. I'll be surprised as heck if they come out of it, you know, with even a glimmer of, you know, going further into playoffs or what have you. Um, just, just, you know, you, you just have to let it go, and that's what I'm doing. Uh, yesterday was the uh, usually conflicted between if the Pats and the Sox are on, you try to, you know, switch back and forth, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? Yesterday, first sign of trouble with the Sox. That's it. Put the pads on. Forgot about everything else. Yep. There you go. So, so anyway, I just needed to get that off my uh, chest, and and lucky you, you heard it. <laughs> I should be so, getting. I should be. I should be getting rates of a counselor. There you go. All right. <laughs> Thanks for calling All you in. Do is get get your degree in in counseling. How's that? Ah, now nah, who needs a gr- degree? Yeah, well, <laughs> hey. All right, I just wanted to call in and, and and mention that. And, you know, as far as the Patriots, yeah, it's going to be... Cam uh, Newton. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's pretty obvious. Yep. But, but you know, you, you hear that it's a meritocracy over there, and yet Newton is out for five days. He comes back and he starts. It's ridiculous. If it was anybody else, no. Right. But because it's Cam Newton, for some reason, it's well, it's okay, Princess. <laughs> well, all right, sir. I'll let you go with that. I'm, um, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to a baseball game tonight. But you know what? First sign of trouble, I'm going to look for something else. All right. Sounds good. Good talking to you. All right. Take care. You Good too. Show. And yeah, and last week that was an excellent interview. Thank it you. Was. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, pal. Take care. Thanks. All right, so there's uh, there's Roger from Salem. And now let me go. Matt in Rhode Island. Matt, what's going on? Hey, Harrison. What's going on? How are you doing today? Uh, doing, uh, doing good. Doing good. I had my first day uh, of classes today back at Merrimack College. Um, so you know how it is, syllabus week, uh, thir- you know, classes are like 30 minutes long, you get out early, and you know, it was a good yeah, day, there you go. good day. Nice, nice. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on, uh, everyone might be talking about the quarterback situation, but I actually wanted to get your uh, opinion on who you think the actual number one receiver is, because we haven't seen, or at least I haven't seen, Nelson Aguilar play at all in the preseason, and we saw what Myers did last year and what he did in the preseason. We saw a little bit of what Kendrick Bourne could do too, so I kind of it might be quarterback dependent, but I kind of wanted to get your opinion on who you think the real number one receiver is here. Yeah, I mean, you're right. They just released uh, they just released Trey Nixon too, so you know yeah. he's he's out of it. Nikhil Harry's hurt. I I don't know. I, you know, I would like Jacoby Myers. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think he's you know in the best. I think he's you know. I just don't. Yeah. I just don't know. I think it's well. I guess it's up in the air too, to be honest with you. 
Yeah. You know? And the, everything I've been seeing is that they say they're not really calling it a number one. They're calling it more of, well, Aguilar is the deep threat. Uh, Bourne is the across the middle of the field Z guy. And then uh, Myers is the slot guy. So they're kind of not looking at number one. But, I mean, I think everyone knows in the NFL you kind of have to go to the guy that you can lean on. And from what we've seen, I think Myers would be that guy. But yeah. if they want to contend, which everyone wants them to this year, he's going to have to make a big jump from being on a 7-9 and team to hopefully a – 10 and 6 or whatever 10 and 7 11 and 17 or 11 and uh 18 so we'll see yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting i think you know i think we're gonna find out a lot of um a lot of information within the next you know 24 hours with the uh 53 man roster being you know having to be made by uh uh, four o'clock tomorrow afternoon so uh, it's in, it's going to be interesting, um, and you know, does that mean we're going to find out who it is? You know, in either mm-hmm. position. I mean, no. It's just, uh, I guess, it narrows it down because you know now you have you know another player cut, another yep. player off the roster, somebody else who you don't have to compete for, and you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and I, and I understand Bill's philosophy of not wanting to give a show his cards of naming a starting quarterback, but let, let, let's be honest here. Like, what is what does Brian Flores have to prepare for with Cam Newton? He can't throw it past 15 yards down the field, so you just you right. bring in one safety and you just power up against the run and we'll be stuffed. So I don't really – I mean, I, I get what he, Bill's trying to do, but I, I don't really see the pros of it considering how Cam – you don't really have to prepare that hard for Cam Newton at this point. So, Right, I, and so it's just – it's just interesting. It's just, it really is interesting, and and the thought of why hasn't Bill named the starting quarterback yet? It's it's it beats me. Yep. It beats me. Bas- and and to me, I think he's basically already has named the starting quarterback by having right. Cam Newton, you know, you know, taking the um, you know the right. the first offense, you know, being with the first offense against the first defense, and you know, starting all three preseason games and and such. And it's interesting. It's just. Why hasn't he announced that? I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know if you heard earlier the, of the of the show, but I I did mention that something that is interesting is that Jimmy Garoppolo's uh, twenty four million guaranteed kicks in uh, tomorrow after four o'clock. So, you yep. know, does something might be in the works before four o'clock tomorrow? Uh, I don't know, and that's why Bill Belichick's not naming the starting quarterback. Who knows? But. It is just something in your head that, you know, because at least for me, I think, um, sorry, Jimmy Garoppolo has always been a possible option coming back to the Pats. And so now you have just another thing that has come up, um, you know, that is just a possibility. So it's interesting, you know, to see, it'll be interesting to see what happens, you know, and like I said, you know, the 53-man roster comes out tomorrow at four and, you know. By then we know everything. I think you know. Besides, maybe yep. a starting quarterback, but yep. and stuff. But yep. you know, a lot of guys get cut. Jimmy Garoppolo's contract will go into place after four o'clock tomorrow. So a lot of things just get finalized tomorrow. So it's it's interesting. It's something very interesting to uh, you know to follow. Yeah, and as we all know, there's always a ton of unknown with Belichick. No one knows what he's right. going to do. Like what, like well, that's why. Antonio Brown. That's why. Does he have ago. a secret? Does he have like a secret thing? Does he know something we don't know that he's talking about with exactly. with right. the 49ers? You know, he has a good relationship with all of them over there. So 
you know, is it something that, you know, he's not saying that he, and that's why he's not naming Cam Newton as starting QB because then he brings in Jimmy G and Jimmy G gets the starting role? I don't know, but right. I mean, right. you know, or is is Belichick looking for somebody to, you know, be a better mentor to Mac Jones? You know, somebody yep. that gets cut. So it's, it's just interesting why he hasn't named a starting quarterback beats me, but hmm. it's just... Nothing's definite yet. Nothing's definite yet. No, that's that's for sure. That is absolutely for sure. And uh, and listen, I wanted to get in a quick uh, Brian Bulldogs update. I know okay. you, we've uh, we've yeah. had our talks in yeah. the past, but uh, our coach Jared Grosso, just um, basketball coach, um, just hired Chris Duhon, who's a former NBA point guard. Wow. To, to his staff. Yeah. As the uh, director of scouting and I think video analysis, they called it. So, well, that's a good pickup right there. Well, and I know we're uh, we're so we have very high expectations this year. And returning four of the five starters and about I think six or seven of the eight guys in rotation, and picking up another couple two guys along the way. So it's going to be interesting to see the Merrimack Warriors and Brian Bulldogs fight it out in NEC <laughs> this year for basketball. I'll be sure. It will be interesting. We might have to make a few uh, friendly wagers. We might have to, and we have, they actually might have fans in the stands. So I might have to come down to Merrimack to see a game or two. Yeah, and then I'll come down to Bryant. For sure, for sure. We'll travel, cool. travel together. Travel together. Yeah, definitely. All definitely. right, Matt. Well, uh, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Always good to hear. Yeah, thanks. And uh, good luck uh, Good luck moving in. I'm sure you move in soon, so good luck. Yeah, I move in uh, at the end of this week, but uh, good luck for the beginning of the semester with Merrimack, too. I sure we'll be talking soon on the show and outside the show, and uh, thanks for taking my call. Good show, as always. Uh, definitely. Good talking. All right, thanks. Bye. All right, so there's uh, Matt from... Uh, uh, Rhode Island uh, for you with some good uh, with some good takes happening and just um, uh, just you know happening happening uh, you know just recently is uh, that's that is announced is the Patriots are releasing uh, Bill Murray so that's uh, you know that's very interesting to uh, you know to see that he that he has uh, been been released and somebody else uh, just got uh, got got released as well I don't know I can't find the name, but uh, the Red so- uh, the, sorry, the Patriots are up to three uh, cuts so far. Uh, you know, they've cut three people. Um, so they're waving, you know, I guess the second could be the, they're waving the, uh, the seventh round uh, Trey, Trey Nixon. Um, so any, anyways, lots of things uh, developing here uh, as the, as the day goes on and as tomorrow's four o'clock deadline to cut down to, uh, you know, uh, fifty-three. The fifty-three man roster uh, happens. So, oh, and a- Adrian uh, Colbert they released as well. So, anyways, it's uh, it's it's very interesting to see to see what happens, see what develops, and comes out of the next day. I think we'll know a lot. So, you know, I guess I guess I think our lives should be a lot less complicated come uh, next Tuesday's uh, program. Everyone, uh, again. Uh, I'll be live here next Tuesday at 5 o'clock. The Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios uh, because, of course, Monday is Labor Day, the holiday, so uh, we'll be off. Uh, So, anyways, I'll be on live on uh, Tuesday at 5 o'clock. But, anyways, by Tuesday at 5 o'clock next week, I think we're going to know. We'll know the Red Sox, all right? We'll know where they're at after playing, um, you know, four games against the Rays. And then, well, I guess it, it. I think it'll be 
technically five games uh, against the Rays because I think their second series against them starts on Monday. It does. So we'll have one game in. We'll have one game. So five games against five out of seven games against the Rays will be played. And I think we'll have a lot of, you know, we'll know. We'll know where the Red Sox are at in the standings. You know, they're gonna they're either going to be in contention uh, for first place or they're going to be hoping not to drop down to fourth place uh, behind the Blue Jays. So, because the Blue Jays are right there. So, if they, you know, choke against the Rays, then they are in big, big trouble. I mean, just see you later playoffs. See you later playoffs. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Red Sox and then... I think by you know next Tuesday's program, we're going to know who the starting quarterback is uh, for the New England Patriots because you know at the end of the day, these players need to know who's the starting QB and you know to plan for Miami. You know, I'm sure they you know they're starting to plan for Miami. If if they haven't already, they're going to be uh, starting to plan for him uh, Wednesday uh, with the first. You know, practice of all fifty-three guys, and you know who you know is going to be you know on the team for the uh, for the year. You know, or for the most part, you know, unless somebody gets injured or something happens. But you know, so that'll be interesting uh, to see. Interesting to watch all this stuff happening, going on with the Pats. You know, releasing guys because they have to make the fifty-three man roster. You know, and again, I I know it's a long shot, and it's probably you guys are probably all sick of me hearing uh, hearing me say it, but you know the this Jimmy Jimmy G thing, this thing that just kind of came out of nowhere, that you know his twenty four million becomes guaranteed tomorrow after four o'clock. Well, that's interesting. That might be why Bill Belichick's not uh, not naming a starting quarterback because who knows? It might be Jimmy G. It might be Jimmy G. So we'll see what happens. Uh, anyways, have about uh, a five, five, six minutes left here on the program. So if you'd like to call in, 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. You're listening to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. All right, so back here on the sports talk with Harrison Chase, uh, you know, wrapping up in the in the final uh, final few minutes. Like I've been saying, we're gonna know. I think we'll know the fate by next Tuesday for the um, for the Red Sox season if they're like I said, if they're going to be in contention for first place or uh, you know contention for fourth place rather. And I think we'll know the Patriots uh, starting quarterback by then, and which is an interesting thing and. You know, I mean, I think just I think Bill Belichick might have a few things up his sleeve. I think he might have a few things up his sleeve. You know, you know, nobody saw the Sony Michelle trade. Nobody, nobody. So it's in, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting. And then we have the Stephon Gilmore thing happening. So it's um, you know, there's a lot of things I think to play out coming in the next uh, week or so. So. It'll be interesting to, uh, to 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 pay attention, and and same with the Red Sox, same with the Red Sox, um, and then again by next Tuesday, we're we're gonna know the fate of um, of the PGA Tour FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, again, Patrick Cantley uh, won um, won the BMW Championship yesterday, beating Bryson DeChambeau in a playoff that they both entered twenty seven under at together, uh, and which you know. Basically, the only reason why Bryson DeChambeau was there is because he had an unbelievable round on Friday in the second round, 
almost shooting a record-breaking 13 under 59. So that was, uh, you know, that's fun to watch always if, you know, if they're going to make it. And, and like I said, he choked that 59 away just like he choked away uh, this uh, this this tournament. He could have won it and, and he lost it. So, you know, put him put him balls into the water, out of bounds, hazards, you know, he was he really choked it away. And, and it was, you know, it was his tournament to lose and he lost it. Cantley won. And uh, you know what? I'm happy uh, that Cantley won. I'm I'm happier that Cantley won over Bryson DeChambeau. I, you know, I don't like Bryson's, uh, you know, way of, of, of going about. And so anyways, and, you know, for all of you, um, all of you, um, Barstool Sports, um, uh, fans, there is going to be a match, uh, next Next Tuesday, I believe, against Brooks Kepka, who's going to play left-handed, against uh, Barstool President uh, Dave Portnoy. So that's going to be interesting to see. Now, by the way, you might think, okay, Brooks Kepka, you know, playing lefty's probably not going to be as good. He, uh, he really, he, re- I've seen him, you know, swing the ball, and he is, uh, he's or swing lefty rather and he is a really good lefty player he i mean he it's like it's like he's a professional lefty player it's unbelievable so it'll be interesting to see what happens as far as uh as far as that is uh concerned um so that'll be a fun match that's probably going to be happening while my while my show's going on next week so that'll be fun to uh fun to watch and pay attention to while the show's going on uh, and again, Patriots—they have two weeks until their first game, uh, home opener against the Miami Dolphins, in uh, two Sundays uh, coming up uh, on September twelfth. I think it's a one o'clock or four o'clock game or something. Um, so that'll be interesting. Four twenty-five game. So that that'll be fun. Good to be back at uh, at Gillette in almost like two years. So that'll be that'll be a fun game. First game that you know, if Cam Newton is the starter, that he's experiencing a full Gillette Stadium. So that's going to be you know that'll be interesting to see as well. And I mean, man, that game against the Buccaneers coming up uh, week four on October third against the Pats. Like I said, that's going to be the Super Bowl. That is going to be the Super Bowl. So that'll be interesting to pay attention to as well. And uh, just you know, wrapping up here. We're gonna we're gonna find out where the Red Sox are at in within the next week of if they're in contention for first place or if they're in content, contention for uh, for fourth place. So that'll be fun to watch. Four game series against the Rays this week tonight, t- uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday and Thursday. A three game series against the Indians Friday, Saturday and Sunday, and then another three game series against the Tampa Bay Rays Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. So. Lots of things can happen over the next week, uh, you know, with the NFL and football and uh, with the Red Sox. So anyways, I'd like to thank everybody for uh, tuning in today. All my callers here on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio. Coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. Next week, if you want to call in, 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. And for day-to-day hourly updates, you can follow me on Twitter, Harrison Chase 5. That is Harrison Chase 5 on Twitter. 
Twitter. Have a good week, everyone. Happy Labor Day and good night. You've been listening to The Sports Talk with Harrison Chase, Mondays at 5, only on Methuen Community Studios.